Welcome to the Clear Skin Chronicles, the podcast that takes you on a journey to uncover the secrets of achieving glowing, acne-free skin. We believe that knowledge is power, and by understanding the root causes of your acne, we can create a solid foundation for long-lasting clear skin. I'm Katie Stewart, registered holistic nutritionist and founder of The Clear Skin Solution, where we help women just like you get to the root cause of their acne. And I'm Chris Brown, registered holistic nutritionist and program director in The Clear Skin Solution. Through functional testing, we pinpoint where the body system imbalances lie so we can dive deep into your acne clearing journey. We work virtually with clients to clear up their skin from the inside out and have helped thousands of women worldwide regain their confidence. As a coach, one of those like knee-jerk reactions, those little irritants for me is when I see clients come in with all the supplements. Like all the supplements. Like all the supplements. Even, no, even one supplement, actually, (laughs) if we're going to talk about it. If somebody says, no, no, I saw it on the internet. Oh, Lord have mercy. Right? And I get it. And I I have a client right now and she's like, I'm trying to do this protocol, but, you know, I don't know how to balance my blood sugar. And I said, anywhere in the protocol, did I say anything about balancing blood sugar? No, but I know it's so important. Right? Because, again, clients don't come to us uneducated. Mm -hmm. They're pretty savvy. But really clearing up the confusion, I want to talk about acne and supplements because a lot of people are like, I can't take that. It's acne causing, or I need to take this because it's acne supporting. So by Mm -hmm. concept, absolutely supplements by far can be therapeutic to the body for a short term while needed and only under the direction of somebody that knows what they're really doing to support the body systems as a whole. Exactly, because that blind supplementation can cause some actually can actually cause damage to the body if you start taking all these random supplements. And I totally get it because I was there before, before I was a nutritionist. I'm like, oh, I just need to take that because that person does, and I'm taking this, thinking like that's just what I need to take. But in reality, this blind supplementation can actually do more harm than good. So I'll give a quick example. How many times, Chris, do we have clients coming in and they're taking like all the hormone balancing supplements in the world? They're like, oh my gosh, this influencer on TikTok takes this, you know, period gummy, so I had to take it. Or this person is uh, taking DIM and that's why I'm taking it as well. And the issue here is there's, there's actually two issues is one, maybe your body just doesn't need it and you're just wasting your money because you're peeing it out. Or two, it's actually the wrong supplement for the symptom that you're dealing with, and it's having the counter effect. Because we have a lot of clients who are taking, say, DIM, and DIM I generally don't like to supplement with unless we have concrete lab results in front of us, because DIM's one of those tricky ones, right? Where with DIM, it's made for those dealing with really high estrogen levels. But if you're dealing with low estrogen, you don't know it, and you start taking it, you're going to be having new symptoms pop up, and you're going to be messing with that hormonal orchestra. So this is why blind supplementation is going to waste your money and possibly worsen what you're dealing with. It's not that we don't love supplements. Absolutely. Both Chris and I have like a basically a dispensary in our pantries at home, actually. And we know that they can have a very therapeutic effect when they're taken in the right ways. So the other component, Chris, which I'll let you handle, is the over-supplementation, where they're taking like dozens, like dozens of different supplements every day. 
Absolutely. When we take one, say we're taking a niacin, a B3, that can counterreact the other B vitamins. So when we're deficient in one B vitamin, we like to multi-complex and go into all of them. However, do we need it at that time? Is there anything in the body that could use those B vitamins against us? So when we talk about the over-supplementation, I'm not talking a little bit. I'm talking about the medleys coming forth. I'm talking about, you know, just like you said with the DIM. Do you know, well, I know you know, but does everybody else know that low estrogen and high estrogen, example, night sweats, that's a commonality between both a deficiency and excess. So how your body is actually metabolizing that metabolic process needs to also be supported. So if we can't absorb it and we can't metabolize it, we can take it. But what happens when we stop taking it? And that's over supplementation. We at this point have no idea what the body can do by itself because we're throwing in energies. We're giving the bees. Bees are really notorious for energy. So we're throwing in energy. We're throwing in dim. We're now we're altering sex hormones. What if it's androgen? And the activity, issue there, right? Exactly. Whatever is androgen. But also, is the over supplementation when they're taking, say, dozens and dozens of bottles? Like, I know, Chris, I think one of our records for client supplements is 22 different bottles of supplements a client had been taking every single day. It's like you get open their intake form on your scroll, 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 mm -hmm. scroll, scroll. And it's not just 22 capsules they're taking every day because a lot of those are take two, take three, take four. So they could be taking upwards of 50 different capsules in a day. And like you said, is you don't know what's working because then a lot of times people can start really using supplements as a Band-Aid where mm -hmm. a, a lot of people will say, oh, well, I started taking this period gummy and my periods got better. I then like to say, what happens if you stop taking those period gummies? And they're like, oh, well, like, yeah, like, uh, like the periods are really bad. Then you haven't gotten to the root cause of why your periods are bad. You're just using supplements as a Band-Aid like you would a medication. Right. And our minerals don't get displaced unless we're not ingesting them. We have to get them through foods. So as registered holistic nutritionists, we're really big on foods. And we've had clients come in and they have this big laundry list of supplements. The other thing I see is oh, okay, you've been on this a year or you've been on this two years or you've been on this six months. And they're like, yeah, well, I started using these when I was working with this practitioner and I just didn't stop. Oh, what, yeah, the I just didn't stop. What is or what, how long should you be taking them? I always say to people who, you know, are going to go on pharmaceuticals, I can say, okay, what did you and your medical team decide for when you wean off? What? What do you mean when I wean off? Did you discuss how long you're supposed to take them? No. Well, if you didn't discuss how long you're to take them, you're just going to take them forever? Uh, and I get that dead silence. Mm -hmm. It's not about intervening about the supplements. It's not about intervening with the pharmaceuticals. It's understanding what the plan is because we're all about that sustainability. And through sustainability, you have to have a plan. You have to have a goal. You have to have measurable things so that, you know, your energy, your mood, your, your bowels, your sleep, your acne have a chance to go, oh, okay, I'm, I've improved because one, I've eaten. I have variety. I have rotation of all these minerals and the nutrients. I'm making or I'm fermenting my own B vitamins from my colon because that's what's supposed to happen. 
Why do we have to supplement? So I always ask clients when I meet them, <laughs> people are going to say, please don't give me Chris. I always ask. I don't want to work with Chris. Right. Why? Why are you taking them? The purpose of taking them? How long? Uh, what's the plan to come off of? And the big kicker around all of these supplements is the big why are you taking them? I can't stress that enough a lot because this person told me or because it's helping acne. Okay, but what's it doing in your body for you? I have no idea. So it's about that education you got to be knowing piece. what it's doing. Yeah. Yeah, you need to have the education of why are you taking the thing, not just because an influencer or your girlfriend or somebody told you to. And another issue we see with supplementation is people trying to out-supplement diet and out-supplement lifestyle habits. They're like, oh, I'm just so tired. I'm going to take this energy boost. I'm going to take a bunch of bees. Oh, I'm super stressed. I'm going to take an adrenal complex. Oh, I can't sleep. I'm going to take whatever. And they just start trying to out-supplement without changing their dietary habits and without changing their lifestyle habits. And it's Thank like you have you to remember, remember supplements alone, supplements alone are not a protocol. A protocol should consist of dietary recommendations, supplements, and lifestyle habits. You're like, okay, Katie, well, like, what do you mean? Lifestyle habits could be, you know, having a bedtime hygiene where you're avoiding your phone before bed in order to help your, your body decompress and not be in front of that blue light. Or it could be that you're going to include some stress reduction practices like deep breathing for five minutes in your day. Like those type of lifestyle habits that are going to help calm that nervous system, calm that vagal tone in order for the body to get back on its own footing or else we're going to, again, be using supplements as a crutch for the rest of time. Supplements are to aid a person in a set period while working on a set goal, then we move on. If we look at a multivitamin, I'm pretty big on this. This doesn't mean that it's inside the clear skin solution, but I'm really big on multivitamin. I love pregnancy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Agreed. 100%. Right? I also don't always mind it if it's done properly in the winter because we don't have the flexibility to have all the variety and rotation. Because we do have import and export, but I'm still saying, should we really be eating pineapple in the dead of winter? I don't know if we're going to eat for season. So sometimes that can be a little bit of a nice boost, but we don't have to take the bottle's requirement because we need to be self-reliant on that diet and the lifestyle like you're talking about. Yeah, because supplements, that's what the name means, to supplement what you're doing, not to take over and be like, oh, you want to, I'm going to eat fast food all day. I'm just going to have coffee, but don't worry, I took my multivitamin and my probiotics, so I'm good. So I shouldn't biohack? <laughs> so, Chris, we can't do the biohacks because you know what happens. Well, I'm not sure hold on to the biohacks. I am not, but I'm just saying, should I not biohack? <laughs> we all do a little biohacking here and there. <gasps> it's all good. So- Let's go into the individual supplements now because I want to talk about some supplement myths, some ways that the key acne supplements are impacting the body and, you know, it's just some better education and understanding of the reality behind acne su supplements. So let's start with a big one in the acne world. That is the B vitamins. Now, Bs is a complex of vitamins. And there's a couple that in the acne world, people are like, oh my God, I can't take biotin. I can't take B12. I can't take niacin because it's going to cause my acne. And I think you just opened Pandora's box right here. Just, just in this one. <laughs> People, people everywhere have stopped what they're doing. They, they turn it up. They shush, 
They've pulled over. They shush their kids. They're like, what do you mean? Tell me about the biotin and the acne. So, Chris, I'll let you handle. Actually, I'll, I'll go through the biotin and the B12. And then I know yeah. you have a like a little HTMA because, as you know, here at the Clear Skin Solution, we're all about functional testing. And this is a reason why we love the hair trace mineral analysis so much because it's showing those mineral ratios. It's showing what's happening in your body. So we're going to also tie these supplements into the HTMA as well. So, of course, the big one that every acne sufferer is scared of is biotin. So a lot of people have anecdotally reported that vitamin B12 and vitamin B7, also known as biotin, have been causing acne. So the issue here actually lies in the amount of each nutrient taken and how it's taken. So there was actually a study published in the Journal of Drugs and Dermatology, and it examined the link between biotin and acne. Now, this study found that biotin did not cause acne, but rather it was the high doses of biotin supplements that were causing acne-like eruptions. And the researchers suggested that these eruptions were due to an excess of biotin in the body, which led to an overproduction of skin cells. Now, there was another study published in the Journal of American Academy of Dermatology that found no association between B12 and acne. The researchers actually concluded that there was no evidence to support the idea that the B12 supplements can cause acne. Now, when it comes to how they're best taken, bees work best in a complex, right? Like these vitamins work together synergistically, meaning that they enhance each other's effectiveness when they're taken together in the right ratios. Because it's those high doses of biotin, the extremely high doses of B12 supplements that are causing acne-like eruptions. And there's really no evidence to suggest that the normal required amounts can cause acne because really your body needs these vitamins for healthy skin, hair, and nails. It really does. Your body loves B vitamins, right? You said your beneficial bacteria. Energy. Oh, Nervous who doesn't love energy? Who like doesn't? Sleep? I'm a mom. You're a mom. Yeah. Sleep, Ooh. sleep so, and energy. Those are good words. Here's a cool fact about biotin, which is B7. Mm-hmm. It's the most stable B. It is. It is. It is. So I always say if you're concerned about supplementing, why don't we look at the food factors? You know, kale, sprouts, salmon, nuts beef. I'm just trying to, <laughs> now I'm trying to recite You're like, it. wait a minute, from the top right. of the brain, because that's the thing, is it, we don't have, we're not saying, oh my God, you need to take biotin and B12 in high amounts. We just want you to understand that it, it could be the high doses, but if you, if you still want to be getting those nutrients, it can be coming from food. Yeah, it can, right? And most acne people, when they come in, they're like, I'm off all grains because it causes acne. And yeah, sure, there's blood sugar instability. There's right grains. B vitamins are saturated in grains. So if we're going to look at biotin, you know, cradle crap, cradle crap, that's not a word. Cradle cap. Cradle Cradle cap. cap. (laughs) That's where you're going. I knew it. That's where I'm going. Right? That's... we can be deficient in biotin if that's there. Now, in our world also, we're going to be looking for things like gut dysbiosis for the children, right? But for us, dry skin, that's not sexy, brittle nails, hair, these types of things. But biotin is needed for fat metabolism. So you know when you're saying, oh, we're taking it too much, and then, then we get the sebum and we get the overproduction of the oils. Well, when we're oversupplemented with biotin, biotin can, quote, unquote, cause acne only because it's in the sulfur pathway. It is detoxifying of the B vitamins. So overdoing it throws your body into, quote, unquote, a detox. And then what happens? 
is now we've got this raging skin, right? Mm -hmm. It also is needed for blood sugar stability. So this is why diet is so good. If we can take our anti-inflammatory, our proteins, fats, and our fibers, combine them with biotin foods, why do we need to supplement with biotin? Mm -hmm. Right. Because I think what also happens is that's why no one wants to take a multivitamin. We especially see this because it's not honestly, it's not often that we recommend a multivitamin to clients, mm -hmm. but we do see this when we have clients that become pregnant while working with us. And we're like, okay, well, we need you to take a multivitamin that has bees for the health of the baby. And they're like, oh my God, no, can I please take one without bees because it's going to flare my skin? Right. So the skin is going to need biotin to normalize fat metabolism. Mm -hmm. So yeah, check. I'll take that. Again, if we are overusing and pushing out, or some clients have reactions to biotin, they just, they don't do well. They'll get a flare even mm -hmm. at the smallest. Then I'm going to ask Absolutely. you, if it's linked to the sulfur, the detoxification pathways, why are your filtering organs or your sulfur-like detoxify or your liver could possibly blocked? These people still might experience indigestion or bloating with cruciferous vegetables, the cauliflowers, the broccolis. Cabbage. Even, yeah, cabbage. Onions and garlics even. Even though they're not cruciferous, Ooh, they're yeah. still in there. So that's – and usually we find that. So this is why I say when you have somebody that knows what they're looking for – we don't have to blind supplement because I already know, well, I don't want to give you a B complex. <laughs> You're not, your sulfur pathways are not stellar. And I think that's so important that you pointed all of this out because I, sometimes, of course, if you're not a practitioner, you don't understand the intricacies of supplements and the pathways and how the body works and how the body absorbs. So I, I'm grateful that people are listening to this episode today because it can give you that like tiny little peek behind the curtain to see, oh, okay, there's a lot more to supplementation than just what worked for my girlfriend, right? Because you, you are bio-unique and you need something that is going to be unique to you. Now, another thing I want to point out before we move on from bees is, Chris, question for you. Why do we not supplement with B vitamins while doing, say, a candida cleanse? Because it becomes food. If we can get energy from B vitamins, then guess who else can get energy from B vitamins? So it's not the that we don't love B vitamins. We really do through foods first. However, we want to make sure that we're aligning those B vitamins because if we have an unhealthy gut, and we're not even fermenting our own B vitamins, for sure, for sure we're going to be tired, right? That's the first thing. By the way, deficiency in B12 also can cause a lot of thyroid insufficiency-like symptoms, right? So we have to, when we're testing or when you're getting blood labs, you want a multi-complex blood lab. You don't just want to, again, hyper... I see that all the time. They're like, no, my doctor mm. gave me a B12. Did they do the iron? Did they do the ferritin? Did they do, you know? But at the end of the day, if you're B12 deficient, it can store in the body for five years. So usually we don't see deficiency. So we'll say low. We want to go to back to digestion and people go, what does digestion and B12 have anything to do with it? You need hydrochloric acid to so that in, that intrinsic factor can be bioavailable. And again, so now we have to rely on somebody knows what they're doing on what part of the digestive system we need to start, we need to hyper-focus on, mm -hmm. and we need to calm. 
Absolutely. Because is it your upper GI? Is it your lower GI tract? Like really seeing where those imbalances lie in order to ensure that you're breaking things down, you're absorbing and you're getting those nutrients that you need. Mm -hmm. So on the other side, since we're already talking about the microbes, you know, in the gut and the microbes that are eating the nutrients, this is kind of a perfect segue into iron. See what I did there, Chris? See what I I did there? Because I I know that's where we're going. (laughs) Because there are so many women that show is I'm like come in as I'm anemic. You know, my iron's really low. My doctor says I need to take an iron supplement. And I know this is one of your favorite things to talk about is iron. It's irritating. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm going to let you get on the soapbox. I'm going to like gently get off the soapbox and like slowly back away without looking you in the eye. (laughs) I don't disagree. I really don't disagree that you could be iron insufficient. Here's what I ask you. Where are your copper levels? Because copper is a transportation vessel for iron. If we have high copper in the hair, we can really be looking at estrogen dominance. As an example, we could be looking at Uber never showing up to pick you up to take you to the grocery store. If copper is Uber and you need to go to the grocery store and you're iron, you can still get to the grocery store. You just got to walk. You got to take a backpack. You got to put the garbage bags or whatever, however you're going to carry your food. But here's how it works. By the time you walk there, grab what you can, walk back, fatigue. So this is the common symptom people have when they don't have enough or cannot utilize our iron, fatigue. So I always say, where the heck is your copper? And they're like, I don't know. My doctor doesn't test copper. I'm like, I know. We need to get on that. The other thing is if we have bioavailable calcium, that can neutralize our ability or enhancement for iron. What's that going to do? Not allow us to digest. Mm, If we have a crappy lower small intestine and we have a crappy colon-like esque or large intestine, what can we do? Because this is where those minerals get absorbed. So I say, okay, what did your doctor say about your gut health? What? What did your doctor say about your copper levels? Christophe. What? <laughs> what did your doctor say about your zinc levels? My zinc is fine. Okay, see? <laughs> so I always look at it and it's not, when we get to that hair analysis, Katie, you even know, it's not about that one mineral. It's never, ever, ever about that one mineral, that one vitamin, that one whatever, ever. Right. So, you know, I'm like, okay. I'm like, in your blood labs, where's your white blood count? And they're like, what, what? I'm like, yeah, because copper, it can interfere and it can suppress and it can do your differentials. And then they're going to think you have neutropenia. And now they're sending you over to a a cardiologist or a hematologist to check your blood because now they're going to say, obviously, that's genetic. And I can go down this rabbit hole, which I'm not going to, because I obviously get really excited about talking about minerals. Um, I'm probably the only one. Chris, it's a four-day workshop to teach on minerals. You should see when I teach and I do this and I'm like, and, 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 and they're like, whoa, that's a whole lot of Chris. That's a whole lot of Chris at like 930 at night, right? So again, 
iron, please, yes, you may show anemic, but it's incomplete. We need a ferritin. We need a TIBC. We need total saturation. We need to see if it's even being transported. If you have blood sugar dysregulation, if you have all of these things, yeah, I'm going to say we probably have blood sugar instability. We're not getting sugar. And we have some kind of a form of anemia because it's all the same pathway. Sugars go on to red blood cells, the end. Um, yeah, I'm going to stop there because I am just going to go keep going because I'm so excited now. Bring, bring me the next one. Bring me the next one. <laughs> okay. Good thing the next one on the list is another mineral, which is oh. every acne sufferer's favorite mineral. That is oh, you're going to say zinc. zinc. <laughs> I know. <laughs> zinc. It's zinc. Zinc, right? So let's talk about zinc though, because this is a heavily over-supplemented, right? Because with zinc, it is an antioxidant mineral. And why acne sufferers supplement with zinc is because it's um, required in the healing of the skin. So it speeds up the wound healing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, which of course, when you're dealing with acne, those are essentially wounds on your skin. So it's it can be really good for skin health. However, we see people taking this in excessive amounts and of course what happens if they're taking over if they're over supplementing with zinc when it's not required you're going to displace copper copper is going to displace iron just as a very limited uh explanation not only that remember every mineral is like a precursor for the vitamin so zinc's pathway is vitamin a so the malabsorption of zinc or too much we could be affecting the of vitamin A from the liver to the active vitamin A, and that can go to eye health. There you go. A little right? side note here for anyone that has eye issues. Yeah, I don't love, I really don't love over supplement. And, oh, the other thing is skin sufferers, like with the acne sufferers, they put on, and they're, they're again, well-educated, zinc. I know where you're going. Zinc, suntan zinc lotion. Zinc topicals. I don't mind it as much, but at the same time, I say, okay, well, when you're not in the sun, no, no, I wear it absolutely every single day. And I said, okay, well, your high hair zinc could be over supplementation. Again, because it's absorbing, just... your skin is absorbing the zinc oxide that you're topically putting on your skin. So for me, like I only wear sunscreen if I'm going to be out in the sun for like hours upon hours on end. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to, you're, but again, you're going to get the intense skincare people are like, oh my God, no, like you have to be applying a mineral-based sunscreen every single morning, even as, if it's winter time, even if you're just sitting, you know, in your house through, and you can get it through the window. But we have to remember that, yes, we, on one hand, we do want to protect ourselves from the sun, you know, because it's going to speed up aging and all the things that come along with that. But this is also going to be leading to a possible vitamin D deficiency because we're blocking that sun at all times of the day and we're not getting that vitamin D that we desperately need. So you're really playing this like fine-tuned balance of like using too much zinc and not getting enough vitamin D and you kind of got to balance the two. Especially delineating, right? So if we're going to use head and shoulders that has zinc, we have to be able to go, oh, okay, where's this high zinc in the hair coming from? Because true high zinc, which would come, which means we could be over supplementing too much in the body, uh, but just not absorbed. We're going to start seeing low energy. How many, how many clients come in low energy or constipation? So most of them, most of mm -hmm. them. 
digestive enzymes, we might not have enough in order to, you know, kind of suck them up. So we really have to look because severe zinc deficiency, and I'm not talking, I'm talking about when we really need it, not just because we said, hey, this looks really good for Mm -hmm. our skin. That's going to interfere with protein manufacturing. That's going to slow it down, slower growth of hair. So those people that are starting to lose their hair and they panic, that's what all we the need time to we get at. so many women. My my actually one of my girlfriends said this to me back in the summer. She goes, "Oh my god, my hair is starting to thin. It's starting to fall out, and I have no idea what I'm doing. But my blood panels come back as normal." Oh, I know normal. You know when people meet with me for the HTMA, and because like I can be a bubble popper, just maybe, uh, and I get Chris, in the bubble popper brown. They're like, I saw my HTMA and it had a lot of green. And I just, I thought, oh my gosh, there was no point doing this. And they go, Chris, now I'm done with the HTMA. I know I'm totally messed up. This is fantastic. It all makes sense. Thank you so much. And I'm like, I think you missed the point. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so happy I'm screwed. Like, thank you. Thank you for letting me know that I'm just completely unhealthy. That like really feels, feels a lot better. Because you've nailed it. They go to the doctor. The blood labs say yes, everything. They feel dismissed. They still hurt. They still have acne. The only treatment-based is going to be Accutane, Spironolactone, Clindamycin, Trentinoin, Doxycycline, birth control, minocycline. Like you think I might do this once in a while, like to know these off the top of my head. We kind of know a little bit. We know a little bit about medications and acne. Right? So, you know, when people ask me all the time, well, should I just take Accutane, should I just take spironolactone? That's going to be a conversation between you and your medical practitioner, Katie, myself, anybody in the Clear Skin Solution. We're not going to navigate you out of it. We're going to say, here's what we know. Right? So that's the thing. Your health is always your decision. It's not up to your doctor. It's not up to your practitioner. It is up to you and you alone. So this is where we are so gung-ho on it being informed being informed on the decision that you make. You want to have both sides of the story, essentially, to make what is the best option for you at this time. And we will always support a client no matter what. Like, we do have clients who come in, they're like, you know, I'm finishing up my Accutane. Like, can you still help me? Absolutely, we're still going to help you. We would never turn somebody away because they're taking the pill, because they're taking Accutane. You, You always have to meet the person where they're at and support them and their body in the best way possible. Can I go on a tangent? Oh, well, absolutely. Can I have a sip of my matcha while you go on your tangent? If you like battery acid, 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 you go right ahead. Um, Stop with the battery acid. <laughs> it is. I'm making you a matcha and I'm going to, <gasps> Paige is going to pin you down and we're going to funnel it into your mouth. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Yay. Go. I'll okay. t- drink my matcha while you tangent. I do have to tangent just a little bit because as people hear this, right, and they're like, oh, that's great. We get support in, you know, I won't be told, la, la, la. They won't try and change me. There are definitely going to be lifestyle changes when people come in, right? Uh, We're going to work where you are. The one caveat as a coach, and I am very blessed. I've had hundreds upon hundreds, probably thousands. Like I've probably hit hit that thousand mark by now for sure. Um, For sure. I should count it, but <laughs> so don't but being blessed like that. You see a lot of patterns. You see a lot of clinical, you know, connections. The thing is, is you can come in and we'll meet you where you are, and we will appease. You know, whether it is you know you're a marathon runner, 
I've got a few of those. Whether you're a bodybuilder, whether you're looking for weight loss, an Olympian, we've, you know, wherever you are. The thing is, is when your goals change throughout the program or they're constantly changing, like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I also want to do this. Oh, I need to add this in. We have to please stop for a second and really look at it. If your goal is to be pregnant or your goal is to go and run a marathon, we're going to support it. But note, when we come out and we've hit that goal and we've met that, we're going to ask you to come out of something in order to dig a bit deeper. We can never, ever forecast where you're going to be, but we do know it works as long as the plan goes forward. There's variations, Mm -hmm. but you can't change your goals halfway through or two or three times and expect those results. For sure. Because when when you're dealing with acne, it's so multifaceted. And like, you know, I always like to say to women in, you know, uh, uh, with all of the love, like I always say this with all all of the love, whether you're in your community, whether you're your client, we kind of have to focus on just one thing, especially when this comes to say like a pregnancy or say like you're bodybuilding or say, you know, you're doing this or whatever you may be. Yes. Can't have those two. Yes. Whatever it may be. Let's give pregnancy and acne like like a bit of a a highlight here. Because if people are like, I want to get pregnant, but I also want my skin cleared. These two are going to be contraindicated because a lot of the therapeutic protocols that are required to clear up your acne cannot be done while you're actively trying to conceive because it's contraindicated for the health of the of the babies. Because should you come pregnant and you're doing these therapeutic protocols, it's not a good mix. So this is why when you're focusing on your health goals, we want to have one main health goal at the top. So let's be like, yep, my health goal is acne. However, Can we support my body while I'm training for a marathon? Of course we can. But remember, that needs to come second after the acne. Yeah. And because it will displace these minerals too. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's what we – and the vitamins and digestion and different factors. So we're here for acne. That's going to be the top forefront. We know we go into root causes. Who are we kidding, right? We're all about the root causes. So just know as we shift and we pivot or your goals change, we have to always come back to that goal to say, okay, what's the goal? What What's the objective? How can we meet it? Where are you going to be happy with that? And then again, that transparency, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the next one now that we've talked about our minerals, we did the iron, we did the zinc, Maybe that actually let's let's keep up with the minerals before we we go back into some herbs. That would be calcium supplements or even something like Tums. Oh, Tums. Hello, Tums, because we really do see a ton of over supplementation with calcium. You know, when I was pregnant, my doctor told me to take Tums to enhance my calcium. I'm just going to stay quiet over here. I'm going to go I'm going to go back to uh, drink my matcha for a hot hot minute. Right? <laughs> Calcium absorbs quite quickly into the body, so we don't like to supplement mm-hmm. unless we need to. Calcium also can inhibit the absorption of iron. So depending if we have oxidative iron, sometimes we do go in because it can do a reduction of 40%. I'm telling you, sometimes I miss people's birthdays, but I don't know how I have this in my head. So when <laughs> people everyone thinking how can she regurgitate this information but she can't tell her kids birthdays i can i can i can just maybe outside of that i have google calendar for that anyways i know that's what i got it for 
So we have to remember where I agree about calcium, it's a primary structural element, right? Absolutely. 99% is going to be in the bones and the teeth. So if we're having issues in any of those areas, calcium controls the nervous system. Hello, anxiety right? Calcium has its own defined little personality. It builds up lactic acid and inhibits the thyroids, could slow it down. So do you see how we're not just playing with a element? People are like, calcium is needed for bone health so I don't get osteoporosis. Whoa. Because I don't drink, because I don't drink milk. What if I told you insulin release is dependent on calcium? So if somebody has high or excess calcium Mm -hmm. in the hair... We're going to be looking for things like excessive thirst, muscle aches, memory loss, depression, hearing difficulties. And I don't mean the selective ones of Steve. Yes, Steve, I know you're listening. (laughs) Husband selective hearing. (laughs) Right? Fatigue, joint stiffness, absolutely, because bones, you know, tendons, Mm -hmm. weakness. We can even see restless leg syndrome in the malabsorption of calcium. Mm-hmm. Kidney stones, calcification of tendons, all of these things, that's high, where it becomes biounavailable. Let's go to low for a second. Histamine, now allergies, the histamine and overreaction of the immune system. Can we just say hello, acne? Right there. Right? We can also see that anxiety, trouble falling asleep. If we don't have, like you've already said, if we don't have a good bedtime hygiene or we're having that type 1 insomnia. So uh, trouble falling asleep, or type 1 is not not staying asleep. Do you think that's going to affect our cortisol, our sebum production, everything? Everything. Our adrenal mm-hmm. health, thyroid function. That's going to show up as low energy. And when we have low energy, we tend to have low motivation. So I really like don't just think... don't want to do anything. Yeah. So there's really no like lazy, unmotivated people when they have a goal. And sometimes, what if I told you, sometimes just that calcium malabsorption, it can neutralize stomach acid. We take Tums because we have heartburn. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how how many, would you say 90% of all our clients are usually low stomach acid? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We see that with our clients regularly. So it's a really nice fine balance between calcium and iron even that allows us to know where the hydrochloric acid is and where the problem is. If it's enhanced iron absorption, we're going to be going lower GI. If it is lacking, then we're going to probably be going so high, high numbers, we're going to be going to stomach acid. So that's the difference. Mm -hmm. Are we going to go upper GI or lower GI? It's going to tell us. Yeah, because we see a lot of clients taking like a me- like a CalMag supplement, right? A calcium magnesium. Because they're like, oh, I got to take them together. They're needed together. I need magnesium. I need calcium. I don't drink dairy. I need strong bones. Osteoporosis runs in my family. So let's kind of do a quick, quick little insert on the CalMag supplements. <laughs> Chris is like, where do I begin? <laughs> no, I was just trying not to use a swear word. Um <laughs> Honestly, Chris, I think we've gone an entire season with, I don't think we've had any F-bombs from you. So everybody, if we could take a second to congratulate Chris on and me, to be honest, on holding back on the F-bombs. Mm-hmm. I know. I know my family does say, why do you need to do that? And I said, because I don't filter, because we know I'm high functioning, right? I don't filter my words. I really, I have to take a nap after these podcasts because I'm like, I filtered way too much. Um, my but brain Cal is Meg, tired. CalMag can be great. 
no doubt. Calcium and magnesium together help control blood sugar stability. However, if we're balancing protein fats, fibers, if we are taking in calcium foods, which by the way, don't need to be in the form of animal, Baking sesame seeds, sesame seeds. As an ex- yeah, exactly, right? So we don't need to do it. But if we can't even absorb it, that's going to be the first deciding factor for us. Absolutely. Now, I, I don't want to rope magnesium into the kind of bad no. side of calcium because magnesium, magnesium is a mineral. We love magnesium. Mm-hmm. I actually keep a bag, um, a bagel, <laughs> not a bag. I don't have a bag of magnesium. I went to say a bottle. What, what kind of contraband are you pushing over there? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I don't know what's going on. But I always have a bottle of magnesium glycinate or magnesium bisglycinate in my cupboard because it's so multi-purpose, right? It's the first thing I'm going to reach for if I have a headache, if I have muscle pain, which is quite often, it, you know, if I need a little relaxation at night. Like I kind of use my magnesium almost like it, people would use Tylenol. We are and now people are like, hey, what brand? Yeah. No, and I, I'm going to no. put that in. Should it, I? It, I'm going to share my, one of my favorite brands. I love, it is. Cool. I'm going to say I love because people are wondering, Katie, what brand? Uh, Canprev. If you're in Canada, Canprev, uh, C-A-N-P-R-E-V, is a great one. They have a very gentle one, so it's not going to um, be like a magnesium citrate that's going to make you poop your pants. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you got to make sure you're getting the right magnesium. But I really like a magnesium glycinate, but there's other great brands out there like Pure Encapsulations. Yeah, and, what, and that's what North magnesium, America. That's nor- more North America. What would you say is one of your favorite brands for magnesium? Yeah, that's what I use. Yeah, Pure. Canprev. It's a good one. Pure Encapsulations, yeah. both really good ones. So, all right. That's all I wanted to do. Now, don't go and on take it and overdo it because magnesium yeah, is don't overdo really it. hard to absorb. So you need to know the right ratio of what you're going to take and for how long. And so that's a, like a little nugget of that. So, you know, again, we are mostly deficient. There are not biohacks, but there's way to test your deficiency without even blood labs. If you want a blood labs, RBC magnesium, please. And thank you. It's the only one that's even going to come close. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. So now that we've covered any other minerals you wanted to discuss before we move on? Mm, oh, no, did we uh, talk about the, uh, the iron and oxidative stress and what's eating it? Oh, when we have high iron or oxidative stress, especially with people with menses, we should be able to get rid of our extra iron, right? You ever notice like on a menses, you're like, I'm tired, right? Because it's taking that iron and away it goes and your Mm -hmm. body has to build it back up, but it should be for a very short period of time. So if women come in and they have high oxidative iron or too much iron circulating, problem, right? Absolutely. Oxidative stress, what happens is all those little critters, those opportunistic bacteria, they're going to say, anom, 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 because they're going to love it. Nom, 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 nom. They're going to yeah, love it. Yeah, we don't want them to love it. So we really got to, we got to then again, look at the copper, see if copper's bioavailable, see if we have the transportation unit, see if we're over supplementing, see how our gut health is. So again, very multifaceted. It is not a, here, let's just look at this. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I just didn't want to skip over that one. I saw it on our list of things to chat about. Okay. Next one. I want to go into some, you know, some herbs, some hormone blends. I know we touched on period gummies and dim and that kind of stuff earlier, but I kind of want to go a little bit deeper into it because I would say some of the bigger... Of course, DIM is going to be the biggest one we see people um, supplementing with. Vitex is going to be a close second. Maybe the black cohosh. What else do we see quite often? Period gummies. We're going to be seeing any of like the estro sense, the estro smart, the estro whatever. Mm -hmm. This isn't to say that they're 
not helpful. Absolutely, they're helpful, but they're it's in the right scenario. So this is why we highly encourage getting some type of functional testing done so that way you know where those hormones are at. And if you really do need a DIM, if you need a Vitex, if you need a green tea extract, if you need a zinc, whatever it may be. And we're really big on hormones later on, right? Mm -hmm. uh, really trying to get into those hormones first. If we can't even metabolize them, if we can't convert our macronutrients in our liver and metabolize it, then how the heck are we going to get these hormones going? If we can't emulsify your fats, how do you expect to even have good vitamin D? So yeah, I yeah. get it. We're vitamin D deficient, but I want to say, how's your liver? How's your cholesterol? How's your fat emulsification? How are your sex hormones? Because something tells me and people go, Chris, how did you know my vitamin D was going to? I said, because your liver, da da, da da, your cholesterol, da da, da da. And it makes sense to me, right? Sometimes follow the not. brain train. So hormone supplementation, we see a lot of herbs. Tons of herbs. Herbs tinctures. are different than tinctures. They are herbs, but there's an extraction process. There's then an alcohol of some form that is gone in there to like make it go bam. Different herbs can be overstimulating or can alter the body. Tinctures sometimes are better received. So again, when we have androgen dominance, people want to go and take uh, you know, saw pimento or something to suppress it or zincs. And then I turn and I go, um, hold on a second. Because that Vitex, which is also commonly called as Chastree and or Angus Cactus. I don't know why there's so many names. So but many though, names that, for the same supplement. That we can rev that up sometimes and get some therapeutic. But like you said, we need to test because we have to see how they're playing together. And it's not just the sex hormones, right? We also have to be looking at your adrenals. We have to be looking at your stress hormones because we will also see a lot of people supplementing with ashwagandha or rhodiola or adrenal com or bovine complex or whatever mm -hmm. that, whatever that one of the day may be, but it could be wrong for your body. Yeah, exactly. And just hormones, hormone supplementation by yourself. I'm just going to say don't. Just like, don't do it, please. I have no other words. I have no other words without an uh, without a swear word. Just just say don't. <laughs> because another thing is you you hear me. They say time and time and time again. What's going on with the health of your gut? Because if we're using like that's why we said this. What Chris said, like we we look at hormones to the end of a client's journey because you can get incredible shifts and balancing of hormones from focusing on your gut and liver health. And then by the time we get to your hormones, you're like, well, like my period's feeling fine. All of my hormone symptoms have cleared up. And it's because we we gave it the pathways that it needed in order to metabolize and produce and regulate. Because when we look at even your gut, your gut is responsible for manufacturing, regulating, and metabolizing hormones. So if your gut's struggling, your liver's struggling, and you're just taking a hormone balancing blend, that's where it becomes the Band-Aid because you're not getting down to that root cause. Yeah, we need that enzyme reaction in the gut to help the detoxification or the elimination of, like, say, estrogen, right? Now, let's move into some of the fat-soluble ones, right? We need to talk okay. a little bit about fish oil. Fish oil. Now, mm -hmm. fish oil is phenomenal for the body, whether it's a cod liver oil, whether it's, you know, omega-3 rich fish oil. <laughs> this the, They're great for reducing inflammation. They're great for supporting the gut health. They're, they're great for your hormones. They're great for your liver, great for oxidative stress. And they're required nutrients because uh, being an omega-3 essential fatty acid, 
they're essential because your body can't produce it on its own. These things have to be coming from your food or, say, a fish oil. However, the small little caveat here, and actually let me back up before I say caveat, is you will often also see that a fish oil or cod liver oil is recommended for acne sufferers because of how soothing it is for the skin, because of how it reduces inflammation. You'll also often see there's a number of studies that have looked at specifically cod liver oil and the benefits it has for acne sufferers because it's high in vitamin A, which is going to be um, supportive of, of skin healing. So there are some wonderful benefits. I love a good fish oil. Now, this is where the caveat comes into play. And again, I'm going to let Chris answer this one for you because this is another thing she loves, loves to make sure people know about. <laughs> I do love fish oil. Great for love. the skin, like you're saying, you know, everything. Inflammation. Love it. Yeah, inflammation. And you're right. We have to get it from the food, except for alpha lipoholic acid, the ALA, because that yep. can come like from Brussels sprouts, but your body can make it in in a healthy body. Mm -hmm. So I really like to support both pathways. The thing here is, can you break down your fats? So calcium and phosphorus are really big when you combine them to say, do we have stress in, in a chronic state? Can I emulsify my omega-3s and my omega-6s? If you can't emulsify your omega-3s, no way you're emulsifying your omega-6 and you can't even get your omega-9 because that's a thing too, right? Everything has to be in there. So what we try and do is, again, we need to look at digesting and emulsification. That's where the fats come in. So really, the fish oils and the vitamin D or any fat-soluble vitamin, they're going to be housed all up in here together. We need to get the emulsification of the fats so your body can use it. Because if your body can't use it, it's not going to benefit us anyway. That's just the small little nugget that I have to say. We have to eat fats. And when we eat fats or supplement with fats, we have to also, what am I trying to say? You have to, if you're going to supplement with fats, you have to eat it with fats for bioavailability. That's how it works. And then your body has to have lipase and some bile inside the body at a good amount in order to break it down. Our consumption of fats is pretty excessive especially trans fats in the standard North American. So all of this is yeah. going to just be, and by the way, if you're copper dominant, your bile, it's not healthy. I just want to put that out there. Just a little side note from Chris. And side. now on the topic of things that are fat soluble is we should talk about vitamin D as well, because vitamin D is fat soluble, which means it absorbs best with your fats. Your body <laughs> needs it in order to be used properly. So let's do just just a hair on vitamin D. Vitamin D needs two organs, liver and the kidneys. So if we have acne, kidneys are probably not filtering the best. They're not, they're not mm -hmm. happy little, you know, little organs. And then we also need liver producing cholesterol. Cholesterol produces bile, sex hormones, and vitamin D. So you can have a glorious looking, sexy blood panel of your cholesterol. I'm going to tell you through your HTMA, oh, maybe it's not so sexy. So again, how can we support it? We have to eat the right fats, right? And we have to use the foods properly. It's not always about supplementation. I always say, did we really get vitamin D right? Should we really be taking vitamin D at this level? Or should we be looking to see how the liver is actually metabolizing it in order to do it? Do we have good quality bile? End of so, story. End of story. Next 
Final one is probiotics. Now, we did, we did an entire podcast episode on probiotics, which we highly encourage you, you go back and listen to. But, you know, we'll do a quick little, a quick little note on probiotics. So I always get my DMs, Katie, what probiotics should I take? My answer is always, well, I don't know because I don't know what's happening in your body. There are hundreds of different strains for different purposes. Because if somebody is dealing with diarrhea, but you recommend a probiotic that's better for constipation, you're, 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 really, you're really not helping. So you have to remember that when you're looking at a probiotic, we have to make sure that it's the right strains for the symptoms that you're dealing with. And we have to be making sure that you're taking the right amount of colony forming units, CFUs. That's the, you know, the 5 billion, the 10, the 50, the 100 billion for, again, what you're dealing with. So I highly encourage you, go back. Scroll back in your phone on Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening, and search for that probiotic podcast because it's going to be really, really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris, any other nutrients, herbs, vitamins, minerals that we missed that we should touch on before we go into timing and quality? No, because I don't want people just running out because they thought that was a really good one or now they're going to go get a mm-hmm. bottle of magnesium and stuff like that, right? I think we save it for inside the Clear Skin Solution. Because there's so much more. Like we would be here for there this. There is the so, time oh my about. gosh. I could do, I could just, I could do this all day long. All day long. Okay. All right. So let's finish it off yeah. with proper supplement timing and then the quality. So the synthetic nutrients versus the real nutrients. So when it comes to timing and how to take, you already touched on a little bit, you know, our fat soluble vitamins. We want to be having this with some type of healthy fat in our food for optimal absorption. So let's talk about our B vitamins. If you are supplementing, you know, with a B vitamin, we want to be taking that earlier in the day because they are energizing. So if you're taking it at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 p.m., it could be impacting your sleep later on. So we want to be taking that earlier in the day. What would be some other kind of little tips of or, or or, you know, secrets of the trade that that we could throw in there for them. Minerals and vitamins, because they are naturally occurring in foods, they should be taken with food unless mm-hmm. somebody has told you specifically not to do it. Because I know I have clients that are going to listen to this and say, Chris, you have me taking this without food, right? <laughs> I know that's going to there, but that's because I deem that. But as a general rule, we want to take it with food. Uh, probiotics, sometimes we want to take those on an empty stomach. Sometimes we don't want to take them with food. If we are using any kind of supplement that is a binder, right? Mm. Or an amino acid base, we want to take it with protein. We want to consume fat-soluble vitamins with fats. And we have to remember that vitamin C only has a half-life. So by the time we wake up, our vitamin C is already depleted. So please get in those vitamin C foods. They are not just citrus foods. And I I don't want to give the answer here as much as it's paining me not to. I want people to go look up the top 10 vitamin C rich foods, because you're going to be very surprised that citrus Mm -hmm. isn't even the top. I know. And you wonder what I, one of the resources I love for people wanting to know, like, what are the, you know, the top best foods for vitamin A or C or magnesium or zinc? Dr. Axe has a wonderful blog. He has a great blog, very clear, concise, easy to understand. So if you go to draxe.com and you type in like vitamin C rich foods, he has like thousands of blogs that'll list Mm -hmm. it out and the benefits. So I think that's, that's a really good resource that you could go to check that out. Cause we, we currently haven't done nutrient blogs, but we'll get into it eventually you guys. 
Oh, hey. Chris is like, great, another project <laughs> for us. No, Add well, it to the list. This one's fun. <laughs> this one's fun. Chris is like, please stop giving me projects. We have too many on the go. All right. The last one is I want to talk about the quality of the supplement, right? Because this is a big one. Friends don't let friends buy supplements of cost- at Costco. Okay? Right. I'm just putting it out there. Please don't egg my house. But a lot of... And if you want to egg her the- house, just text me. I'll give you the address. <laughs> hey, now. I don't want just eggs kidding. all over my house. A lot just of work kidding. for Frank. But we want to make sure that if we're, if we're investing in a supplement, we don't want to be going for the cheapest. Now, there's a couple reasons. Number one is you're kind of wasting your money because if you're getting really poor quality synthetic supplements, your body doesn't recognize it. You're just peeing it out. So what's the point of buying them in the first place? You want to be making sure that you're getting quality supplements that don't have a ton of fillers that could actually be increasing inflammation in your body. Like the period gummies are one of the worst for this because they have all of those like binders to make it gummy. They have sugar in it, like all of those things. If there is a cane sugar, a cane juice, evaporated, whatever, we don't want to have that in our supplement. Some other things is we need to be looking at the specific nutrients because a lot of vitamins have very poor quality synthetics over the you know, quality, quality ones. Chris, is there anything you wanted to add into that on the quality of supplement? Because Like Chris is the absolute pickiest human on the face of the earth when it comes to the quality of a supplement. I'm extremely picky. And then Chris comes in, she goes, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I think you've captured it nicely in for like this context. Mm -hmm. And and, yeah, I'll save my pickiness outside of that, right? Like, again, there's going to be different factors. A client, as an example, sent me a picture of something. I said, okay, send me the nutritionals, send me what it is. And one of the other ingredients, the very first one was soybean oil. Mm. Well, not too bad if, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes if. we can do it. I looked, does it say non-GMO? Does it say organic? Does it, No, this is a GMO product, the end. The end. Next. So right there, what are we going to have? We could have glycophosphates. We could have herbicides, pesticides. Like, no, I don't want you ingesting that. We can't go mm-hmm. and control everything. But when we become savvy, we can absolutely make a better decision. Mm-hmm. And I, you want we're going to finish it off with something extra special for everybody because I know people will be dying to know what are some of our favorite supplement brands? Some of the be- like the really good high-quality practitioner supplements that we like to use. So I'll name a few. Then you name a few because, you know, Chris and I actually, of course, I'll use the same brands. Some ones to look out for would be like Pure Encapsulations, Douglas Labs, uh, Genestra. Maybe we're looking at Claire Labs, Microbiome Labs, Thorn, Canprev. What are some other ones that I'm missing off the top of my head? See, I'm so picky. So don't ask me this because you said Douglas Labs. Keep going. I like three supplements from Douglas Labs. That's true. There are like the core three that we like. And then I don't like the rest. <laughs> so I'm trying to make it easy for them. Um, Yeah. Sometimes I use Genestra, very selective on the ones I want from Genestra. That's an asterisk. I feel like if we rewind us, we should put an asterisk that we are selective with the supplements we use from each. It's not like we're using every supplement in their catalog. However, these are some of the most commonly used brands. Designs for health. Oh, designs. Yes. Um, Metagenics. They're going to be price, They're going to be pricier, but sometimes I find their combination of the supplements really like, like love Stellar. it, love it, love it. Uh, Stellar, Z- Stellar. Zymogen, 
Zymogen has some great ones. You know what? There's a Canadian one. It's underrated. It's Sisu. Oh, yes. And they're a good Sisu one. Sisu is very really common. clean. Mm-hmm. And you can they get that clean. over like on the shelf, right? On the shelf. Just like Genuine Health. They have some great probiotics. Yeah. That are more on that are more on the shelf and readily available because yep. if you're like furiously writing down all of these brands, which I assume some people are, some of these will be difficult to get with without a practitioner because they are practitioner grade supplements. Um, mm-hmm. In the U.S., you know, our U.S. clients we have a lot more variety just because Health Canada takes their time with approving things to come in into the country. Uh, Vitanica. I'm, I'm never going to, is it Vitanica? It's Vitanica, right? I can never say it properly. They're Vi- oh, there's, oh, now I can't say it. I love that. Yeah, they have America. some great ones. Oh, uh, St. Francis Herb Farms. They have some great tinctures. St. Francis Herb Farms. Gaya Herbs. Um, Gaya um, Herbs. Uh, Boron. They have some great homeopathics. Yeah. Und- um, like Undas. No, no, Unda no, no, drops no, no. are great for homeopathics. Don't go there. Don't go there. I know. I'm sorry. You need to know your homeopath. Oh, oh. I okay. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't just say go and take all of these homeopathics. Just if you are somebody just like that somebody takes be- them. Uh-uh. Just like somebody Versus- being in a trial, I'm gonna say to the members of the jury, please scratch what Katie just said. <laughs> Here, I was trying to be kind and nice and kind-hearted, saying if you do take homeopathics, Unda and Boron are some good brands. And Chris is like, no, no, don't. You can't. <laughs> Okay, and now okay, I'm sweating. We we gotta end this. <laughs> Wait, okay, a couple more. Fish oil wise, Nutrici, Carlson Labs, Norwegian. That's kind of where. Yeah, I stopped there. Yeah, I kind of stopped there. Those are uh, Bend Beauty. That's a little pricier though. But I think those are some good brands that we listed out. Again, you still have to be a detective because they're we're not saying every supplement in this catalog is you know gotta have that's where you got to be a detective flip it over read through are there fillers are there this what types of forms of the nutrients are they using and then go from there i love it all right okay you guys you're probably going to need to re-listen to this one because a lot of the (laughs) words were said now we are uh, we are finishing up season uh one of the clear skin chronicles we have one more episode coming out next week before the end of the new year cannot believe for the life of me that 2024 is just a few weeks away but i would well chris and i would absolutely love is if you have any requests for podcast topics show up in our dms well chris is like not my dms show up in my <laughs> dms <laughs> i we have the manpower for my dms to handle all the comments uh but sh- like shoot us shoot me a dm i would love to know if you're like hey katie i would love if you and chris could dig into more about this let us know because we want to make sure that we're covering all of the topics that you guys love now stay tuned because next week we have our extra special guest the lovely Paige Fursman, who we talk about in every podcast will be on with us and we'll be discussing mind over acne breaking down the mental walls to clear skin thanks for hanging out with us this week on the clear skin chronicles We'll see you next Wednesday with a brand new episode. Remember to subscribe to the show and drop us a review. Sending glowing vibes your way, Katie and Chris.